Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, hour number two, Danny Dusty with you on this football Friday. It's a big weekend, man. Signing day is right around the corner, and this is where college football coaches they be a juggling. It's the new scramble. <laughs> it really is. And this is what sucks for a school like Oregon State and Washington State. They have their bowl games this Saturday, which is the last time that these visits can happen on campus. So um, it's a huge advantage for a school like Oregon, who doesn't have a bowl game, or Washington, who doesn't have a bowl game this weekend, uh, to have the recruits on campus. And to talk about recruiting, the man who knows all things recruiting um, is Andrew Nemec, the director of national recruiting for SB Live. He's kind enough to join us now. Nemec, what's going on, my dude? Hey, how are you doing? Doing fantastic. Look, this is a huge weekend. Uh, how big of a disadvantage is it for Oregon State to be playing tomorrow instead of having kids on campus for these final official visits? You know, it, it's funny because I'd normally traditionally say for most schools it really matters. Oregon State's a program that isn't waiting until the final hour. Kids who want to go to Oregon State versus Washington or UCLA, they tend to know that fairly early in the process. You know, there's not it, – it's not a huge NIL bidding war for a lot of these guys. And, and for the most part, Oregon State has, has put its class together early for the last several years. And so I don't think they're sweating it out this year. I, in general, you want to have that last weekend free. But when you're a program like Oregon State that crosses the T's and dots the I's early, uh, you're in pretty good shape. They haven't had many defections late the last few years. They haven't had many additions late the last few years. And it kind of just speaks to their program as a whole, whether it's recruiting, whether it's the coaching staff, or whether it's the transfer portal. They just seem like a very stable program right now. When you look at Oregon State, obviously – they had a tremendous year, nine wins, opportunity to go get 10 in a bowl game. They're going to lose some guys to graduation, post-COVID, all that kind of stuff. But the, the, the big issue was, was quarterback. The difference between where they could be and who they could be was their inability to secure a quarterback in the transfer portal last year. 
who is the guy that swings that for them? Because there's so many names out there. Yeah, and, and they may still end up going through the portal, but the long-term answer is Downey High School quarterback Aiden Childs. And this was a kid that they zeroed in on really, really early. They loved him. He was the guy they absolutely wanted. And all Childs has done has turned himself into one of the best quarterbacks in America. Oregon and Washington both offered at one point. Childs says, I'm not interested. He leads his team to a state title. The Adidas All-American Bowl gives him a call, and they're like, hey, we'd love to have you on national TV as one of our quarterbacks. He has gone from a high three-star prospect to a very solid four-star quarterback who is an Adidas All-American. He's an absolute superstar in the making, potentially. He might be the best high school prospect they've gotten in the last decade. He's all in on Oregon State. He went on his visit, and he said he fell in love with Corvallis. It felt like home. People were talking to him. They're like, hey, you're a recruit. That's so exciting. What position? And, and people started to kind of get to know him just when he was walking around Corvallis. And he's like, this is the place for me. I love this. I want to represent this. Um, schools have reached out trying to get him on potentially a visit late to try to flip him. He is not interested. He's never been interested. He's all in. And, and truly, truly, uh, he is potentially – a future first-team All-Pac-12 guy. I know that's saying a lot because Lincoln Riley's quarterbacks tend to win the Heisman Trophy. That being said, I really do think Aiden Child's going to end up playing on Sundays, and I really do think he's a multi-year starter with a chance to be very, very special. Not only that, they got the highest-rated defensive high school prospect they've ever gotten in the program's history in Kelsey Howard, who's a solid four-star prospect and a defensive lineman in his own right. So two absolute juggernaut headliners for Oregon State. They did not waste any time turning a nine-win season into recruiting success. Those two prospects are kind of off the charts for what they've been getting the last few years. That That's incredible to hear and awesome to hear for, you know, all the Beef fans and all the work that Jonathan Smith has put into the program because there are different ways to do this. You You can build in completely different ways. It kind of feels like in the world of name, image, and likeness, like, you know, that the exact equivalent to Aiden Childs is is Dante Moore for Oregon. And in this recruiting cycle, the quarterback that Oregon covets and that they love and that they got on early and that they got a commitment from, he now is on flip watch. And it seems like, you know, you have one that has the stability and they got their guy. And the high-level recruiting teams, it's anything but stable. And that's a complete flip from what recruiting used to be, which is the high-level recruiters always felt more comfortable heading into signing day than, than the, the other programs like Oregon State. Well, I think, I think now that everything comes down to it, it's all legal, there's no benefit <laughs> to ever paying a kid if everybody can pay the kid. It comes down to who has the most money. And that's a very dangerous game to get into. Uh, you know, I, I've talked about this from the beginning, the very scary thing about Oregon's approach, because Aiden Childs was interested in Oregon early before Oregon State really got involved. There were multiple four-star quarterbacks. I even wrote a story at one point that a four-star quarterback was like, I went on my visit to Oregon and they basically blew me off the whole time. Like they were disinterested. They are all in on nice. getting one of these five-star quarterbacks. That's the goal. That's the aim. Nothing else matters. Well, what ended up happening is Jaden Rashada went to Miami. He flipped to Florida. 
Nico committed to Tennessee reportedly for right around $8 million. Uh, and Dante Moore was the last man standing. And, and by all accounts, his NIL deal is right up there with Jaden Rashada, who was rumored to get 9.5. Nico, who was rumored to get 8. Uh, you know, his NIL deal was rumored to be right there. The scary thing when you get the last guy on the board and you do it in a way in which a lot of people think NIL plays a major factor is, is he in love with you? Is he in love with just your OC? Is he in love with your whole program? Is he totally married to your program? Mm. Or if big-time school slides into his DMs, is he going to want to take a visit? UCLA is headed to the Big Ten. Dante Moore is from Michigan. I think UCLA uh, learned a thing or two this last cycle from Lincoln Riley. This UCLA class or the, uh, UCLA staff, excuse me, the last few years has just been abysmal in recruiting. Bottom three in the Pac-12. Part of that, especially this year, was their, in, their desire openly to say, hey, we're not getting into the NIL waters. We're not interested. Really? Because you're going to get left behind. That's not going to fly. And I'm sure everybody in L.A. and the prominent boosters in L.A. went, hey, look what Lincoln Riley did. We'll give you a budget. You've got to start working. You've got to start cooking. They've taken a, a shining to Dante Moore. They pitched him on L.A. Dante Moore has always said he wanted to start from day one. There's rumors about Bo Nix coming back. UCLA says, hey, DTR is gone. Come be the starter from day one. And not only that, we're moving to the Big Ten. So you'll play all our, all our road games. We'll be like home games for you. Your family can come. Your friends can come. And that really appeals to him. When you enter in the NIL waters, you better be careful. Because a kid who's interested in NIL never stops being interested in NIL. And if somebody comes over the top of you, you have to worry about it. And Oregon's in a place right now that they have to worry. Wow. When you look at the landscape right now, Dusty and I were talking about this a few minutes ago in the break. Does the NIL market come back down? Is there a course correction? Are, are these guys right now the lucky ones that are getting the money and they're they're going to follow the money wherever it goes? Are we going to see that to where $8 million comes down to $1.5 million in five, six, seven years, $2 million? And those relationships and those the the things that we've we've come to know become more up in the in the foreground again. Yeah, I think to some extent, I think everyone's kind of feeling this thing out, right? Like, look at Texas A and M. There were rumblings last summer that Texas A and M had roughly thirty million dollars to work with, which was a huge outlier. I, I just didn't think that was possible because it was so much more money than anybody else had. It was you know like double what anybody else had, and their class was like sixtieth. But everybody kept saying it. Texas A&M has roughly $30 million to throw around. You go, okay, well, it doesn't show in the results. And then in the last two months of the season, or two months of the recruiting cycle, they ended up with the number one recruiting class in the history of recruiting. <laughs> More five stars than any program ever. And you go, oh, all those rumblings about $30 million six months ago, those were real, clearly. And that's why Nick Saban got so upset that they bought every player. They broke the market. They shattered the market. And look what happened. They've got all kinds of freshmen in the transfer portal. They've got kids who are disgruntled. I think at some point some of these programs – now, programs like Alabama, they're, they're kind of doing the – we'll give you a lot of money up front, but also if you're great, you can earn opportunities while you're here. Alabama is a factory. Programs that are trying to – like the get-rich-quick scheme, let's throw a lot of money at a class, win a national title, and keep the ball rolling. I think the budgets are going to dry up for those. I can't imagine – that Jimbo Fisher has a long enough leash that if that $30 million number is real, and, and again, evidence seems to show that it was real, even after that class signed, 
people said regularly they thought they had $30 million. If he has results like he had this year, Texas A&M is going to stop being a player. Well, there's one of the teams that's no longer in that huge bidding war. Miami is rumored to be a major player in terms of NIL and kind of inflating mm-hmm. some value. If Mario Cristobal has a couple more years like this, Miami's boosters are not going to continue to pour this money out. Louisville, another program that's jumped up and is rumored to be paying a ton of money. They, they've at times had five-star commitments in their class. Now they've jumped around and been in and out, but they've had a stellar recruiting class. If they don't win, do they back down? So I do think things will stabilize, but I think we'll just see a rotating door uh, over the years or a revolving door of which program is making their run. I think there will always be three, four programs. Where you go, man, that's an outlier amount for that kid, or that's an outlier amount for their class, but it's that school's turn to take a shot. And so because of that, I don't think we'll ever see these deals totally dry up. I just think we'll come back down to earth in terms of uh, how many of these kids are getting offered five, six, seven million uh, for their four years in college. Director of Recruiting for SB Live Sports, host of the Recruiting Show with Andrew Nemec right here on The Fan. Andrew Nemec is our guest. Um, okay, you know, you mentioned Cristobal, and, and with all of the names that go that we see go in and out of the portal all the time, now I, I you hear these rumblings all around from different programs all over, but you're starting to hear it again coming out of Miami about when kind of Cristobal gets a commitment and all of a sudden you see like another star added and the guy kind of starts shooting up. How, how often is it that like a coach will lobby to get a guy's ratings boosted up? So the whole class kind of looks better. Is that, is that commonplace? (laughs) It's common with real, real big time recruiters. Like you might get a phone call. If you put in your headline that a kid's a three-star guy and he's a three-star on 24 seven and he's a three-star on, on three, but he's a four-star on rivals. You might get a phone call. that's like, Hey, he's a four-star on rivals. Put it in the headline. And you're like, dude, that's not, that's not really how we operate. It's like, put it in the headline or else. Um, that happens. That absolutely happens. And there, there are pushes that are made to make sure classes look as good as possible. Um, I think the biggest thing is you start to see when there's issues within a staff. Um, and this has happened to me over the years. I've had assistance calls, even when there are quotes from the kid, my primary recruiter was this guy. I loved him. You know, he's great. He's the guy I connected with. Another assistant calls and says, add me in as a primary recruiter. Add wow. me in. I want credit. And it's like, well, the kid didn't even say it. And they're like, you know, change the quote or take the quote out and just list me and the other coach. That starts to happen with staffs who are probably on the move and they're looking to pitch themselves as elite mm-hmm. recruiters. Hey, 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 start putting my name on some of these kids. And I know – in its history, 24-7 has had to deal with that where they do like assistant coach recruiting rankings and a coach who maybe was third or kind of an also ran in a kid's recruitment. Suddenly that coach is on the horn trying to get a hold of 24-7 team site guys going, hey, call the main group and give me co-credit for that recruit because I want to end up being a top 15 recruiter in the conference so I can get a pay raise. Uh, it happens, and it happens more than people realize, and it does get inflated more than people realize. I'll say this, 24-7 does a phenomenal job of not buckling to that pressure. I know for a long time Oregon State fan thought that uh, every time they got a commit, the kid dropped, and that wasn't true. What ends up happening is because that a kid is newsworthy and is a commit, the top evaluators will circle back. They're doing the whole country. Mm-hmm. They will circle back and make some phone calls, 
they'll watch the film again, they'll watch updated film and update that ranking based on what they're seeing and what they're hearing. Um, so it is not necessarily like a, hey, bump him up, and they go, okay, boss, whatever you say. doesn't work like that, even though, yes, coaches try, and they absolutely do try, especially ones who like to pump their chest about recruiting. If there's a coach that's pumping his chest about recruiting, I guarantee you he's, he has or made his staff make phone calls to say bump up our kids in the ranking. Interesting. When you look at the next two weeks, who is the biggest name you see being added to this conference? To the Pac-12? Yep. Oh, I think it's going to be fascinating. I, David Hicks is the number one defensive lineman in the country. Oregon is making a very real push for him. Uh, Dante Moore, wherever he ends up, whether it's UCLA or Oregon, that will be huge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oregon just had an in-home visit last night with Caden Proctor. He's the number one offensive tackle in the country, and uh, he's currently committed to Iowa. His comps are Tristan Wirfs, which I think is a little Whoa. absurd because Wirfs was a pro bowler and a borderline all pro from year one in the NFL. So that's high praise. He's also being pushed by Alabama and has scheduled a visit to Alabama this weekend. That may turn into an Iowa, Oregon, Alabama three-way battle. There's also Mateo Uyunglele, who I would watch for. And, and if you're looking for another big name, you, you said big name, transfer portal counts. DJ Uyunglele could come back to the conference and could come back to the school who loses out on the Dante Moore sweet yeah, stakes. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's possible. Do I think it's likely? Not necessarily, but I think whoever doesn't get Dante is going to need a quarterback. And if Bo Nix decides to leave, Oregon will take a transfer, whether that's Hudson Card or DJ uh, Uyunglele. That could happen. UCLA hosted DJ Uyunglele earlier this week, according to On3Sports. So in terms of big names, um, how about number one defensive lineman, number one transfer portal quarterback, number one uh, – edge rusher and number one offensive tackle all in play here right at the end. That's great for the Pac-12. And uh, will the Uyunglele's be like a a package deal, you think? Or or is their family okay with splitting them up? See, now you're just, now you're just, Oregon fan is just salivating. They're like, wait a minute, no Dante Moore, but we get Mateo and DJ? Maybe maybe there's life after Dante after all. Um, we'll see. I don't necessarily think that's a slam dunk. In fact, I, I think the family behind the scenes has pushed uh, against that a little more than you might expect. I don't necessarily think that's the case. Do I think if Bo Nix, again, all hypothetical, do I think if Dante Moore flips to UCLA, if Bo Nix goes pro, if Oregon ends up needing a quarterback and is able to get DJ Uyunglele, away, that they have a better shot at Mateo. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's all, but that's a whole lot of connections to make. And by the way, all of this with the caveat that like at any point in time with any of these guys, if someone goes, Hey, we are screwed at receiver. Let's throw $8 million in NIL deals at this kid. That at, at this point, anything is possible. And people can say, like, well, you're supposed to know. It's your job. Yes, I can know kind of who's in the market for guys. But in terms of at the end of the day, like, how much can our boosters rally to try to make sure this kid stays or, you know, that we flip an important kid? That stuff gets crazy these days. And, and we are going to see some interesting ones. That You know, Travis Hunter was committed to Florida State, number one kid in the nation. If I had to come on the air – a week before signing day and told you, don't worry, he'll end up at Jackson State, you would have laughed me off the air. So there's going to be some wild things where we go, where the heck did that come from? I've seen two recruitments where a kid had finalists and announced his finalists in the morning and by the afternoon chose a school that was not one of his four finalists. It's happened twice this recruiting cycle, and one of them is at Oregon. 
So it is a wild, wild world in recruiting and certainly uh, difficult to cover, but a lot of fun to cover. Selfishly, I'm going to ask, does USC have the ability to buy a defense like they bought their offense last year? You know what, Danny? I hate to tell you this, but uh, USC is going to finish last in recruiting. All their players are going to be bought <laughs> by other schools. And you're screwed, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's going to be a bummer. Yes, absolutely. Uh, USC has the ability. I think what Lincoln Riley did in year one was like, hey, give me some, give me some NIL opportunities to work with. I'll show you what we can do. And he right away went, what's my bread and butter? Offense. Now he can go back to him and get, hey, Double that amount. He just says to his boosters, double that amount and let me work on the defense and we'll make a national title run. If you're a USC booster, are you not compelled by that push? Are, are you not saying, yeah, gosh, he really did load up. And not only did he load up, he took a bunch of good players out of the Pac-12. Go do that on defense. Go weaken all the conference foes and load up. Can he do it? Not only do I think he can do it, I'd be shocked if he didn't. USC uh, is on a roll and on a path that no one, no one right now in the Pac-12 can compete with in terms of the financing and the NIL opportunities in L.A. Uh, just no one has that ability. Okay, a lot of visits uh, in Eugene. Oregon State, um, they're, they're playing their bowl game, so not having visits as you're <laughs> playing in a bowl game. Um, which ones from Oregon that are on a visit this week do you have your eye on the most right before signing day? As, as well, I guys think the that biggest – Could, could, could I think be the the biggest one is Jurion Dickin. He's committed to Oregon. He's a five-star wide receiver. He's the number two receiver in America. Um, I've said all along, I will continue to say, until that young man shows up on campus and starts practices, anything is possible. There's rumblings about him selling NFTs to three different finalists and fan bases, and he'll commit to whichever school buys the most NFTs. There's some wild stuff going on in that world. The fact that he's this weekend in Eugene is huge. Again, he's already committed. He is a good kid. Uh, he's a marketer, though. There's no question. There's there's some of that going on. So, Jurion Dickey being in Eugene this weekend, absolutely huge. I think Oregon's going to hit the transfer portal hard. You look at this roster this year, and not very many programs outside of USC did better than Oregon when it comes to portal talent. Bo Nix was a dark horse Heisman candidate. They got a pair of really good running backs. Chase Cota was a good receiver, and oh yeah, Christian Gonzalez is going to end up being an NFL first-round draft pick. So they did a great job in the portal. I wouldn't be shocked if Oregon adds a piece or two, maybe three, and then uh, hits the portal really hard and we see some plug-and-play talent. So certainly be on the lookout, especially along that offensive line. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, Oregon <laughs> could be in line to add some major transfer portal talent uh, sooner rather than later. Nemec, I always appreciate you, man. Thank you for the time. Of course. And there he is, Andrew Nemec, director of recruiting for SB Live, uh, host of the recruiting show, aptly named Recruiting Show with Andrew Nemec. Hmm. Right here on The Fan, Thursday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.